baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. Three arrests have been made in this month's deadly stabbing of a teen in Coney Island. The suspects, 13, 14, and 15. Details live from our Glenn Chuck. Glenn. And Bridget, uh, the stunning details, as you've uh, outlined here again, these three teenagers, it's the 13-year-old boy uh, being charged with murder. Uh, the other two boys are uh, facing gang assault charges in connection with the stabbing death of Naeem Wright, who was set to graduate early from uh, Liberation High School uh, here in Brooklyn, a couple months early here, maybe late March, because he had finished up his credits early. And he was going to be the first of nine boys in his family, we've learned, to graduate from high school and then he was taken in this incident uh, 10 days ago, cornered uh, right outside of this Rite Aid here at Mermaid and uh, 30th in Coney Island on that uh, Friday afternoon. Apparently was uh, initially trying to help a girl who was in the midst of some type of dispute. Then this group ended up chasing Naeem Wright. And the uh, 13-year-old, according to police here in the 60th precinct, stabbed him in the chest. So uh, I'm at the uh, family home here hoping to speak to Naeem's uh, mother here this morning to get their reaction uh, to these arrests. They're still trying to raise money, by the way, Bridget, uh, to go fund me to pay uh, for his funeral. Glenn Shock, 1010 wins, 92.3 FM here in Coney Island. Glenn, we thank you for the live update. Some migrants who've been staying at a Hell's Kitchen hotel do not want to be moved to Brooklyn. About two dozen men sleeping in tents along the sidewalk in front of the Watson Hotel this morning. This after buses came Sunday to take the single men who were staying here to the newly opened Brooklyn Cruise Terminal to make way at this hotel for migrant families. The first group of migrants that arrived at the Red Hook Terminal immediately turned around. Some of them took the train back, some of them walked back and told everyone else don't get on these buses. It's it's a detention camp, it's a refugee camp. Sergio Tupac Uzerine, a spokesperson for NYC Watch, one of the many groups helping the migrants, says the mayor and governor have other options to house these men. We're on Billionaire's Row, 57th Street. The These super towers are 40% vacancy rate with their enormous apartments. They can house a good chunk of the migrants. Meanwhile, the Watson Hotel not letting them back in. We reached out to City Hall for comment, but have yet to hear back. Samantha Liepman, Tintin wins on 92.3 FM in Hell's Kitchen. After a Molotov cocktail attack on a synagogue in Bloomfield, New Jersey, leaders from New York and New Jersey's Anti-Defamation League are teaming up today in the Bronx to call for an end to the scourge that is anti-Semitism. This as the ADL releases a new report. In New York City, half of all the reported hate crimes involve Jewish victims. And the total number of anti-Semitic criminal incidents jumped 41% last year. Scott Richmond, the regional director of the New York and New Jersey Anti-Defamation League, says sadly a new survey shows a deterioration of how Americans view the Jewish population. These findings are not just to disturb us. Uh, it's, uh, it's more than that. These findings are, are meant to, uh, to help us understand the nature, the size, the scope of the problem and provide a sense of of what drives anti-Semitic attitudes. He says one big problem, anti-Semitic attitudes that are shown on social media. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM on Long Island. 
A man has been fatally shot on Summit Avenue in Jersey City last night. The shooting occurred after 9 p.m. in the Heights between Irving and Poplar Streets, about a block from Washington Park. It's the second deadly shooting there in less than a week. Two teens have been killed in a single car crash on the Belt Parkway, 116, the other 18. They were passengers in the car being driven by a 19-year-old late last night when the vehicle slammed into the median. On the eastbound side of the road near Farmers Boulevard, the driver survived the crash and is in stable condition. Another dead whale has washed ashore in our area, this time Lido Beach in Nassau County. So sad. I, I'm trying. I'm watering up a little bit just seeing it. Says one of the residents here on Lido Beach West who came to see the 35-foot whale that washed up on the beach. Town Supervisor Don Clavin tells me. Yeah, I can tell you right now this is probably the first uh, whale we've had beach in this area in approximately four years. Uh, as for the reasons, that's for the experts to make the determination. I'm not going to speculate and nobody should speculate. But Clean Ocean Action says this is the eighth dead whale reported in the New York and New Jersey region. This resident says. You don't even have to be an animal lover to know just how sad this is. We look at the ships outside all the time and we understand that they're doing damage to the wildlife and to the environment. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Lido Beach, Long Island. In New Jersey, lawmakers will be considering a so-called Seinfeld bill. The legislation inspired by this scene in the classic sitcom would lay out rules for telemarketers. I'm sorry, excuse me one second. Hello? Hi, would you be interested in switching over to TMI long-distance service? Oh, gee, I, I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your home number and I'll call you later? Uh, well, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to do that. Oh, I guess you don't want people calling you at home. No. Well, now you know how I feel. (laughs) The key part of the bill would force telemarketers to provide a number where you could reach them. Republican State Senator John Bramick is the one pushing the changes. He tells 1010 Wins. If you're able to call me, why can't I call you? And why shouldn't I know who you are and where you are? It's ridiculous that that someone can call you, try to sell you something, and then the minute you need their information, they hang up. And wouldn't you know, Bramich is a lawyer, but he has also dabbled in stand-up comedy. His legislation would also make telemarketers state their name and reason for annoying you within 30 seconds from the time you pick up the call. And from the What Were They Thinking file, the powers that be at the Empire State Building decided to light up the landmark in green and white, a tribute to the Philadelphia Eagles on their trip to the Super Bowl. Our Glenn Chuck chatted with people this morning about what can only be interpreted as a lapse in judgment. Somebody said it's like putting, you know, Eli Manning's jersey or Daniel Jones on the Rocky statue. Yeah, or even bringing the Rocky statue to New York. Because of all fans, right, Philly and New York, we just don't get along. No, at all, in any sport. I keep it that way. I like it. Like It makes a better competition. The only thing they do good in Philadelphia is cream cheese. That's it. (laughs) What about, uh, you know, what about uh, cheese steak? The cheese steak is very simple. It's cheese whiz and steak (laughs) them. We could do that here. There's no reason to drive to Philly to get that. The Eagles will be playing the Chiefs in the big game. Stay tuned to see if the building's lighted at any point in KC's colors, red and gold. I believe they were after the green and white. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
This boy isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.